There are some things in life that grab our attention and create this deep sense of emotion in us. That's happened tonight, hasn't it? What a beautiful thing it is to have these attention grabbers and to be able to create this deep sense of emotion that moves within us. But it's just not tonight. Attention grabbers occur throughout our lives. And these attention grabbers that come into our lives will bring both good news and bad news. Sometimes the emotion that we experience will be emotion of immense joy and happiness. But other times, it will be an attention grabber that will bring bad news that will result in sadness and even grief. I'm a very simple guy. Something like getting a two-for-one deal on fried chicken gets me pretty excited and emotional. But there is good news in other things that you can relate to. You hear good news from somebody and it makes you excited. It captures your attention. But you all know what it is to be moved with the darkness of emotion as well. When something intrudes into your life, it grabs your attention and it leaves you feeling heavy and sad. This evening, I want to share with you a number of attention grabbers that caught the attention of some individuals who were not expecting it. It so caught their attention that they were moved with deep emotion, but the emotion in which they were moved with was the result of the best news of all. The very first attention grabber took place in the lives of this young couple. They were preparing to marry. They were a moral couple. They were honorable to the Lord. Their names were Joseph and Mary. And one day, completely unexpected, was an incredible attention grabber when an angel appeared to each of them and gave them some news. This news was so moving. Young Mary breaks out in song and declares, My soul magnifies the Lord that he would deal with me so graciously, his humble servant. This news brought about significant change in their lives, so much so that they even fled the scene. There was another group of people who experienced a real attention grabber, resulting in deep emotion in their lives. It was a group of shepherds. Now, these shepherds were outside doing their shepherding duties. They weren't often caught by surprise. They knew how to be on the lookout for a beast, a, a wild creature, or even a thief who would come and harm the flock. These were tough characters, not ones to be caught off guard, but this night they were surprised. The greatest attention grabber in all their lives took place when an angel again appeared in the skies and made an announcement to them. 
As they continued to listen to the message of this angel, suddenly before their very eyes, the sky was painted with angels declaring glory to God in the highest peace be among those with whom God is well pleased. And these shepherds, after hearing the news of the angel, left their flocks and went to a particular location. There is a third attention grabber I want to share with you. It is the attention grabber that caught the attention of a group of royal advisors. These individuals lived approximately 1,200 kilometers from the destination where they wanted to go. They traveled from afar, bearing gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The inside joke is the man that carried myrrh complained that he thought they had an agreed limited um, gift registry when it came to how much you spend on the gifts. He was a little cut when the others brought gold and frankincense. But nonetheless, these individuals traveled at great risk of their own lives, potentially a great crowd of them, and they arrived to Jerusalem, and the very first thing they saw was blank faces. Nobody else was expecting the news that they were expecting. But then after the direction of a GPS by means of a star in the sky, they go to the precise place. They saw the same promise that was given to Joseph and Mary. They saw the same promise that was given to the shepherds. What is it that grabbed the attention of Joseph and Mary the shepherds, and also of the wise men. Well, whatever it was resulted in deep emotion and commitment. They were moved by the news. The attention grabber was the news that a baby boy has been born. Now, I think it's exciting any time we hear that a baby is born... But that's not normally what happens when such news breaks forth. What is it about this baby boy, and in particular, a baby boy that was laid in a feeding trough? The answer is seen in what the angel said to Joseph and Mary, what the angel had said to the shepherds, and what those wise men, the royal advisors, had read in the scriptures that led them to look for a star. This child will be a king. He will be of the line of Judah. He will carry a scepter. He is of the line of David the tribe of Judah. He is a king. A king has come. But as this king enters into the world, he has an extraordinary entrance with an extraordinary life. Let me just very briefly walk you through a series of events concerning the arrival of this king. This is why individuals like Joseph, Mary, shepherds and wise men were captured by this and responded with devotion. First of all, This child was a king in a cradle. 
What I mean by that is he was born. His birth was very different to the births that we hear of others. His birth came as a result of a predetermined plan before the foundation of the world and came as the result of specific prophecies. Prophecies that were cast 500, 700, and even 1,000 years before he was born. In fact, there were 100 prophecies fulfilled in his lifetime. This child in a cradle was actually God in human flesh. His name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. Born of a virgin, born in the city of Bethlehem in fulfillment of the ancient prophecies, and they shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. This child was in a cradle. He grew up. And as he grew up, he lived the life that not one of us could live. He lived a perfect life, never disobeying the law of God in any way, shape, or form. Every attitude, every action was perfect. He could not be forced to compromise. He would not sin and he could not sin because he is God in human flesh. But the news that was given to those crowds I mentioned before was not just that this child in the cradle will be king, but the king will not only be in a cradle, the king will go on a cross. He will suffer a horrendous death. He will be crucified. He will be mocked. He'll be spat upon. He'll be abused. And all of this again was in fulfillment to ancient prophecies that he came into this world. He was born so that he would die. But it wasn't a mere death that provided a good example nor was it the, simply the result of persecution. It was a willing death, a death in which he laid himself down to be a sacrifice for those who deserve the full fury of God's judgment, and that is all of us. The king was in a cradle and grew up and lived the life that we failed to live The king was on a cross and he died the death you and I deserve to die. But finally, as the angels made the announcement to the young couple, Joseph and Mary, to the shepherds, and as the wise men read in the scriptures, they also learned that he is the king with a crown. What that means is that he did die And after he was buried, on the third day he rose again. And the scriptures teach us that he ascended up into the glory of heaven, victorious in what he came to achieve, and he is seated at the right hand of his Father in heaven. He is in the place of highest honor in the universe and from that location upholds the universe by the power of his word and he is preparing to come back again. 
The first time he came into the world, he was clothed with swaddling cloths. But the book of Revelation chapter 19 says the second time he comes, he will be clothed with a robe. And he will be king of kings and lord of lords. And to his kingdom, there will be no end. We learn that the reason why Joseph and Mary, the shepherds, and the wise men devoted themselves in unparalleled and unmatched ways to the arrival of a baby boy placed into a feeding trough was because they knew this is the king in the cradle. This is the king that will go to the cross. And this is the king who will receive a crown. We live in a world that is going to continue to grab our attention with news. And it just seems that the news that grabs our attention seems to be worse and worse. Sadness, sickness, suffering are all too common in our experience. We're even living in times of great uncertainty. But in the midst of all the mess around us, let us be reminded that a baby boy was born. And this baby boy came into this world as the result of a plan and of ancient prophecies. And he didn't simply come to grab people's attention, but he came with good news, and that is he and he alone saves And I do call upon anyone here tonight who is yet to experience the freedom and the blessing of being forgiven of your sins. I cannot give that to you. You cannot earn it. But the king in the feeding trough can because he went to the cross and has a crown and he alone can give you life. Trust in the king. This king was born so that he would die, so that you and I would be born again. Please join me in a word of prayer. Our gracious and loving God, we praise you for the blessing of being able to worship and declare the greatness of the arrival of your son, Jesus Christ. His entry into this world was matchless, and his character was moral excellence on full display. We thank you for what he and he alone has achieved for us in his perfect life and in his perfect and sacrificial death. We pray that you draw many to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and strengthen your people that we may declare with great confidence that joy is in the world because the Lord has come. We thank you. In Christ's name, amen.